as God intended. Let's go. Welcome, healers, to Looking for Healing Radio, where pharmaceuticals are not medicine, but love always is. I am your host, Dr. Brian Artis, and thank you so much for listening. Remember to tell all your freedom friends that can join us live on the America Out Loud talk radio network and via recorded podcast at americaoutloud.com. Also on the iHeartRadio, Spotify, and Pandora networks, just download the America Out Loud phone app for Apple, Android, or Alexa, or wherever you need to listen at your leisure. Looking for Healing Radio is sponsored today by GlobalHealing.com, simply the finest, most potent, most effective natural medicines in the world today. Feel the difference, integrity, and love for medicine making can make for you. Go to GlobalHealing.com and enter promo code OUTLOUD to discover the medicine God intended for us all. Great, incredible deals and find Global Healing and all the wonderful AOL sponsors at AmericaOutloud.shop. And for this show, I would encourage everybody to go to GlobalHealing.com and purchase their new glucose oxidase supplement. And for reasons unknown, you might want to go watch Healing for the Ages. But uh, go there and download it and buy it now, and you'll know why it is glucose oxidase is so miraculous and why they abbreviated in scientific papers as the G-O-D molecule, the God molecule. You'll learn why. You'll also learn why God made Mother Nature make it. That's what the bees make in their bee pollen. So anyway, bring it on. All right, so. Welcome to the show. It's going to be a great show. I hope you enjoy it. I hope you're tuning in every single day, Monday through Friday, 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 8 a.m. Pacific Time. Uh, this is the Looking for Healing radio show where we're going to do Q&A answers in this radio show, maybe in the second and third segment. Today, you're going to have to start this off the great Dr. Henry Ely and Dr. Brian Artis. Mm -hmm. This is going to be a male-centered for the beginning. Nicola Burnett says she might join us in the next segment, so that'll be exciting. She just texted us. Thank goodness. Lots of people are busy when it comes to Thanksgiving, the holidays, and I hope your Thanksgiving was a phenomenal time of celebration of time with family, loved ones, building friendships, and once again, assembling together as a human family, whereas the globalists have tried to keep us apart and preventing that for the last four and a half years or four years. All right. Welcome to the show, Dr. Henry Ely. We're so excited to be here. Are you excited? How are you doing, buddy? And brother, I'm doing great. I'm just going to say a big amen to that great blessing you just gave for everybody. I hope everybody had a really incredible one. And I also hope you used the techniques we shared with you about how to win the conversations at Thanksgiving. And if you did use them and they did work, please write into us and let us know how they're going by going to our show page, Looking for Healing Radio on the AmericaOutloud.com uh, uh, network, talk radio network. And I would love to hear your stories. We would all love to hear your stories of what actually went down at Thanksgiving dinner and how you dominated the conversation with a feather's touch. That's awesome. Maybe that turkey feather that was left over after you baked that thing in the <laughs> oven. Yeah, That's right. Turkey feather. <laughs> Those well, are some big did, things, right, so this, Yeah. So we hope everybody had an incredible Thanksgiving holiday and continue to have a great holiday season. It's uh, been enough stress, anxiety, panic, confusion, paralyzation, you name it, going on the last four years in the world. So it's good to get back to some of those root traditions we had established prior, which was spending time with family and celebrating freedoms mm -hmm. uh, and, and love. So anyway, that's what we want. We want people loving each other, having gratitude for each other. That is the season of Thanksgiving is to show gratitude. And I just need to remind you guys, you've talked to, we've talked about it many, many times. 
if you haven't read the book, The Hidden Messages in Water mm. by Emoto, uh, water, which makes up 70 to 90% of our entire life, human beings wise, we are made up primarily of water. The majority of our life, water, he was able to prove, reacts structurally and aligns its components, molecules, atoms into perfect alignment when it's under the influence of words spoken words written that are love and gratitude singularly those two words are the most powerful forms of mm-hmm. words that can provide changes energetically to our entire environment and he was able to prove that through water if it has that effect on water and you are mostly water guess what the effect of those words uh, and thoughts will have on you and the others that you're actually talking to and spending time with. So always express love and gratitude. And we try to do that here on looking for healing radio. All right. So for everyone paying attention and tuning in each day, if you listened each day this week, you should have been introduced and excited to have a education, a massively deep dive into specific vaccines. And this is something we wanted to cover. I covered on Monday, the hepatitis B vaccine. Why? Because Monday through Friday, Monday's the first day of the week. I do the first show. I said, I'll take the first shot. They tell everybody needs to get when they're born in America, Mm -hmm. which is the hepatitis B vaccine. And I'll just share with you some of the stuff that I was excited about. Uh, Dr. Ely's done a great job of educating audiences. I get to watch him again in Arizona, do it to have people pull out their phones and look up in front of him. What's called the vaccine excipient summary from the CDC's website. And it is a black and white form. It's a PDF. You can download it. Uh, We were off air talking about this, but ironic COVID-19 shots are not on there. (laughs) And their ingredients, you got to go many other places to try to track that down. They don't want you to know what's on there. But otherwise, all the other vaccines given to children and United States citizens, it's all listed on the vaccine excipient summary. It lists all of the ingredients in each of the shots. And I so much love the show and tell part of an educator and a presenter and Ely did a great job in Arizona, making everybody pull out their phones and pull out the vaccine excipient summary, and then started rattling off specific vaccines and having the audience chirp from the chart. What are those ingredients? And this was to create power for the individuals in the audiences that they could have powerful conversations with their loved ones or their circle of influence. When they bring up, that vaccines are important to them or decide to shame you, judge you, or try to coerce you to fall for the vaccine agendas of any kind for any vaccine ever. Ely did a great job of telling the world there's this one document and you should make anybody who tells you vaccines are beneficial, effective, safe, and you should do them. Anybody who's projecting that narrative, look at them and say, name three to five ingredients in the shots you're telling me I should get. And just Mm -hmm. so you know, in that moment, the individual is going to realize you know more than they do. (laughs) and the conversation will die. I'm telling you, they're going to want to leave. They're going to want to walk away, walk out of the room. I've seen this happen hundreds of times in my last 22 years of my life. Someone will tell me, I know vaccines don't cause autism. And I go, oh, really? Do you even know what's in the vaccines for children that they say might be indicative of causing autism? And they'd go, no. And I'd go, wait, what do you think causes autism? They'd go, there's a many other valiant theories. And I'd go, oh yeah, really? Name one. And they were so uncomfortable, they actually left my house because they couldn't name one. When I said, oh, really? You just said there's many other theories. What are those theories? They literally walked out of the room and said, I don't know, then walked out the front door and left. And I was like, wow, that's a pretty lame argument. 
if you were so <laughs> if you were so convicted that autism is not created by vaccines and then you make the statement to me that there's many other valiant theories all i wanted to know was name one what are they and only to come out of their mouth i don't know any and then left because they're so uncomfortable because they have no leg to stand on in their argument so either did a great job so i'm gonna do it with the audiences here for a minute Talk about what I talked about with the hepatitis B vaccines. So there is a hepatitis A, hepatitis B combo called Twin Ricks, T-W-I-N-R-I-X. And inside that shot, the very first ingredient listed, Dr. Henry Ely, is MRC-5. Mm. Now, now, I would like Dr. Henry Ely, without having to look it up, because I actually read to the audiences the Wikipedia's definition of what MRC-5 is since that's the encyclopedia of our new times. So I said, I'm going to go to Wikipedia and I'm just going to read the first paragraph of what MRC-5 is. But before I do that, would you like to tell the audiences what you know about MRC-5? Now, there's a few things about this one ingredient we're going to have a discussion about. Because anybody out there who thinks the hepatitis B vaccine is helping Mm. with hepatitis B, you should have a lot of questions about why this one ingredient (laughs) is the first listed ingredient. In the hepatitis B, hepatitis A vaccine combo for kids and babies. Okay, what is MRC-5? Well, it's it's the ingredient that turns everybody who receives the shot into a cannibal uh, because it is uh, aborted human fetal tissue. Uh, and courtesy of Dr. Death, the baby killer, uh, Plotkin, who admitted under oath in Pennsylvania, I believe, uh, that he has participated in the quote-unquote, harvesting of organs and cells from babies that have been aborted, that they have convinced the mom that the baby had some kind of congenital effect or it wasn't going to be a viable pregnancy and they should, she should just go ahead and agree to terminate. And once the mom agrees to terminate, that they can take that, uh, that baby, and if it was still alive, kill it at that point, and then harvest the organs and the cells. And MRC5 is one of the lines, one of the cell lines that they've developed um, to be able to use as an incubator for their their vaccines, their evil agenda. Now this <laughs> is what it is. Now we're going to do an open discussion here. Now, Doctor Henry Ely did a different vaccine, but I'm going to I want to hold this as a conversation as if mm-hmm. it was one of our audience members because Ely, if I asked you a question, do you believe you know all things about all vaccines? Uh, no, I do not. No, you don't. Ask me the same question. Do you, Dr. Artis, believe you know all things about all vaccines? No, I don't. All right. So him, he did a, and he'll, he'll tell you what he did here in a minute. He did pick a different vaccine for this week. I did the hepatitis B vaccine. So guess which vaccine I know more about than any others, because I just did a show on it. The hepatitis B vaccine. So mm-hmm. I'm going to ask Dr. Ely a question. And I know he knows a lot about the shot. I know a lot about the shot he's about to talk about, but I don't know everything about that, sh- that thing. So he's, he just did a whole show and researched it. So, you know what I mean? Things are in my brain that I shove in there in research studies every single day. I don't remember it all, but I sure do remember more than I think I should. So, right. and I'm often blown away. I'm like, holy crap, I remembered that. Amazing. Okay. So, so I want to ask you a few questions, Dr. Ely. All right. So do you know what, you don't know what year probably, do you know the year was 1966 that this baby was aborted that is in your current hepatitis B vaccines? Did I you know do it's 1966. Okay. Yeah, so it's 1966. There was a baby that was 11 weeks old Mm -hmm. that they convinced the mother to let them abort the baby. Mm -hmm. Then they took that baby and they removed its lungs Mm -hmm. and they took its lung 
cells, and they continue to grow those cells in Petri dishes, in labs around the world. And then they take those lung cells from an aborted baby and they put them now in your hepatitis B vaccines and inject them inside of you and your babies. Now mm-hmm. I have a question. Uh, I'm going to stick on this one ingredient. It's almost enough to discuss the vaccines. It, it really is. So, but Ely, I know, no, has I have 100% faith that Dr. Ely knows the answer to this next question. All right. Hepatitis B. I want you to tell me by the name of the virus, hepatitis B, what organ does the virus affect the most? Uh, let me take a wild guess here, Dr. Artis. It's going to be, I would say, the liver. It is the liver. Now, how do we know that? I'm just going to tell you how we know that, and I know how he figured this out. Okay, so in school, med school, naturopathic school, chiropractic school, we had to learn medical terminology, and and we had to learn that it was all written in Latin. All right, so HEPA in Latin means liver. This is how Dr. Henry Ely knew <laughs> that hepatitis, <laughs> just the word means liver something. Well, itis, hepatitis, titus, hepatitis means, itis means inflammation of. So you've got now mm-hmm. inflammation of the liver. All right. So I have a question for you, Dr. Ely. Yep. What do you think was the genius behind aborting a baby in 1966, dissecting its organs after convincing the mother to let them kill their baby that's in their utero? What do you think was the rationale to selecting lung cells from an aborted baby to be the ingredient cell you put inside a hepatitis B vaccine that you're trying to prevent a virus from affecting the liver, not the lungs? What do you think was the smart motivation in picking lung tissue to prevent a liver issue? You know, I got to say, I've never thought about that question, but it is a brilliant question when you really stop for a second and and think about it. And the only thing that's immediately coming to mind is speed of replication of uh, of the lung tissue. Lung cells are going to replicate. Lung cells are one of the fastest replicating cells in the human body. Amen. That's the only thing I can come up with. They know those replicate the fastest so they can use those cells in Petri dishes all over the world. That's what I thought. All right. Now. Mm -hmm. The second thing I just need to speak to, do you know that there are in all four of the hepatitis B vaccines right now, do you know that in every single four of them, there are what are called yeast proteins in every single one of them? (laughs) It is actually the only thing in common. Now, I have a question for you, Dr. Henry Ely. Why do you think they put yeast into a vaccine that they're trying to prevent a virus? Are viruses and yeast the same thing? Absolutely not. They are not the same thing. Yeast are their own organism that are alive. They have mitochondria, but I got to suspect it has something to do with plasmids, buddy. Oh, you know, it has to do with plasmids because they tell you the reason why the yeast is in there is Mm -hmm. because they used Baker's yeast to Mm -hmm. replicate their ingredients for the vaccine. Mm -hmm. And then there is Mm -hmm. a spillover from those proteins into the vaccines. All right. Now this is wonderful. So an individual in Japan in 2016, a scientist decided he was going to do a study. He wanted to know, do the yeast proteins that are actually in the hepatitis B vaccines and the Gardasil shots, this is what he did. I want to take those same doses of what they say is the spillover in the vaccines. And I'm going to Mm -hmm. inject that uh, same amount of yeast proteins into mice based on the weight of mice compared to humans. So they took the same amount of yeast compared it for weight. And they injected that into to mice to represent the same amount that went into humans because humans are mm-hmm. bigger. 
mice are smaller. When he mm-hmm. injected yeast proteins into mice and then injected in the other group, just salt water, every single mouse that got the yeast proteins at the same dose as the hepatitis B vaccines for humans, mm-hmm. every single mouse developed within a six month period. I'm talking 12 weeks to six months. Every single one of them developed vitiligo. Oh God. Rheumatoid arthritis, lupus, tinnitus. They were able to measure what in the world? How do you measure that in a mouse? Okay. That they were know. able to measure all autoimmune diseases, autoimmune diseases yep. as side yep. effects to the yeast proteins only. All right. So if you want a baby, I don't know any parent out there has been like, man, I can't wait to have a baby. And uh, I want that baby to have vitiligo issues. That's going to be psychologically and physically demoralizing. You know it. Uh, I want my kids to struggle with uh, chronic autoimmune diseases and pain and inflammation and rashes all over their body. That's what I dream for my kid. I should inject them with yeast protein, you know, yeast proteins. Uh, I want my kid to have lupus one day and struggle with that and get on met, uh, get on, uh, um, uh, Plaquenil, prednisone, methyltrexate. These are the drugs they use, by the way, chemotherapy drugs and steroids for all lupus patients. I don't think there's a single parent on earth that said they wanted that kind of kid or those kind of challenges for their children. But if you do, I know how to ensure a better chance of you having a child with autoimmune diseases, lupus, vitiligo. I know how to destroy them physically and emotionally. Give them the vaccines with the ingredients that cause it. All right. Now we're going to have to go to commercial break. Then I want to hear you talk about your vaccine right after these messages. Spike proteins help viruses enter into your cells, disrupting your health and your well-being. Global Healing's Foreign Protein Cleanse detoxes your body of spike proteins, which allows your body to repair from within, supporting your immune and respiratory systems, and regulating your inflammatory response. Formulated by Dr. Edward Group and by Dr. Brian Artis, Foreign Protein Cleanse targets and detoxes spike proteins in the body. Go to americaoutloud.shop and get 15% off using the code OUTLOUD. Global healing, giving you the power to take control of your health naturally. How can you improve your odds of staying healthy? The answer is stay healthy with Cofix RX. Who's got time for a cold, strep, a flu, HRV, RSV, or COVID anyhow? Cofix has some great news. Besides being featured as a top five product in the drugstore news, we completed the protocol that you've heard Dr. McCullough talk about. Cofix RX is already famous for a powerful virus-hostile nasal solution, and now we have a throat spray too. Crush those nasty germs before they become a problem. With known antiviral support ingredients like povidone iodine, xylitol, and vitamin D3, you can feel a little safer. For a limited time, when you add the new Cofix RX throat spray to your order, you'll receive 25% off the entire purchase. Just click the Cofix RX banner on the America Out Loud website or store. Be sure to use promo code OUTLOUD25 at checkout. Don't forget, OUTLOUD25 at checkout. All right, healers, welcome back. This is Looking for Healing Radio. This one's sponsored, this segment, by Energetic Health Institute, who is, uh, you know, led by one of the coolest dudes on earth. An amazing school for amazing students just like you, the best way to be free is to be healthy. Learn how at www.energetichealthinstitute.org. Holistic nutrition, fasting, detoxification, art of cellular healing, and so much more. Join the incredible Dr. Henry Ely Ehi family, and let's make tomorrow amazing. www.energetichealthinstitute.org. Dr. Henry Ely, before we get off the sponsorship for this segment, 
I want yep. you to tell the audiences something Energetic Health Institute, if they go there right now, what they can, what they would, you would recommend to them to actually purchase, consider, watch, download. You know, to me, you got to go and you, you, we have been privileged to host the replay for Healing for the Ages. I don't think there's anything more impactful, anything more um, relevant and up to date than what we did at that conference. Groundbreaking information, replays all there. Um, you easy to find on the website when you go to the homepage. And that will start a journey that will literally take you through years and years of wonderful education where you get to feel and see your body get healthier as you go through the education. And more importantly, you get to see your circle of people shift as you go through this healing process because your vibration is going to elevate and you're going to attract people of similar vibration that are coming to you and you're going to find a whole new family waiting for you that uh, you didn't even know existed. It's a wonderful experience. I think it's awesome. Go to energetichealthinstitute.org. And then I want to ask you one question, Ely. How many hours of research would someone in the audience listening right now, how many hours would they have to spend to compile the amount of information you have at energetichealthinstitute.org? If they didn't want to go to your site to get all the information, if they wanted to replicate all that information, how many hours would they have to spend on their own doing research? The conversation starts at at least 25,000 hours of research. And if I include some of the other curricula authors and their research that they've put in, we're easily over 100,000 hours of investigative research and clinical experience combined, um, well over 100,000 hours on there. Very good. So do you think it would be well worth Nicola Burnett maybe going and spending some time with the people that already did the work? Or would you think it was time to reinvent the wheel and redo all that research? I'm I'm a champion. Yeah, I'm a champion for for anybody who feels like they want to reinvent the wheel. Um, I just think that the learning process that we put together there is so incredible that you don't have to choose. You can get a great starting point that is going to help inspire a whole bunch of questions uh, that are going to allow for a continuous growth of new neural pathways and and new learning there's my students teach me so much every day things that i've never heard about that i go well hey i want to go look a little bit more of that but i think what's really unique about what we do at the school brian is that we create a thought process we're very proud of saying we don't teach you what to think we teach you how so we have a system called energetic health that we help install so that there's a framework for you to understand natural medicine and be able to replicate the really incredible results we're able to produce um, in our student body and our graduates are able to produce in their practices after they graduate. Awesome. I love it. All right. So go to energetichealthinstitute.org and don't reinvent the wheel and don't waste your time. Nicola Burnett was saying something. Tell them what your thoughts are about redoing 25,000 to 100,000 hours worth of research when you could just go to energetichealth.org. Yeah, well, one of the thoughts that I had is um, we, I love what Henry always says, which is we teach you um, how to think for yourself. And you know, I just said to somebody the other day, the problem with the world, if, if you were to pick one problem with the world, honestly, it's just that people are unable to think for themselves. Because if you just change that one problem, I'm telling you these uh, I really want to swear right now. Um, these <laughs> disgusting excuses for human beings walking around the planet doing all this, you know, nonsense and all this nefarious bullshit. Um, uh, they wouldn't be able to get away with this for half a second 
So I, I just, I love the way Henry thinks. I love the way he organizes things. And you know what I love the most? He's so much fun. He makes it fun. And that's really important um, because if it's not fun with anything, that's <laughs> one of my mottos and don't bother. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> one that's what ingredients to learning is, is that you're in a relaxed environment. And uh, if anyone who's hung out with Henry, he's hilarious. He's just a lot of fun. Yeah, so. what we've what we've always heard uh, before we actually decided to create this Looking for Healing radio show, we heard that Dr. Artist, Nicola Burnett, and Janice Schmidt were real downers. So we went and got <laughs> Ely to help us bring up the tone because everything we're laying down is thick and heavy, demonstrative, it's heavy, it's ugly, it's disgusting, and Ely comes in and makes fun of all of it, and it makes us all laugh, and we all get excited. It's awesome. And then Jana, every once in a while, will say B-Pollin, and we're like, wow. The world's not such a bad place. This is amazing. No. Ely and Schmidt to lighten it all up. No, yeah, just... I feel like she's like just wrapping me in a blanket and like reading me a bedtime story every time she talks. I'm just like, oh, better in the world. Everything's better, Mother Jenna. Thank you. She's such, better? A, she's such a perfect, beautiful example of the divine feminine. Mm, As a yeah. very great descriptive. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. yeah. Love it. All right, so let's get back to the show because everybody doesn't want to hear us just ooh and and on over the person missing on this radio show, which is you know Dr. Janice Schmidt, and uh, she's got some incredible family opportunities for the Thanksgiving holiday, mm -hmm. so she's still doing that, which is great. All right, so I want Nicola Burnett, who has graced us with her beautiful voice on this show, because you got you know these deep bass male testosterone driven voices only. Thank God we've got Nicola Burnett back. All right, so I want you to share with the audiences what your show for this week of Thanksgiving. What was your show about this week? Well, I just finished a series doing an interview with a um, natural health practitioner, a friend of mine who lives up in Canada. And the whole show was about mm, mind into matter. It's all about the lost peace. It's not lost amongst us, but for many, uh, I think for many clients that come and see us, you know, they're always so focused on the physical and they're always, you know, I got a scratch, I got an itch, I'm blind in one eye, my hair is falling out, you know, whatever it might be. And the most important piece about healing and the part that I think is not talked about enough is the emotional, subconscious, you know, beliefs, conditioning, baggage, trauma that bleeds through whether we're aware of that or not and how that affects our health and our life and how that is an element that has to be addressed. I mean, it's non-negotiable. It's not a, it's it's absolutely 100% needs to be addressed and we've all talked about this many times on this show. Um and why that needs to be addressed and how that's such an important part of health and healing. You know, I just got out of the most well, I'm still getting out of it, but the most horrific year of my existence and you know the first thing that was on the agenda for my healing was to laugh. Honestly, I, I kid you not. It was to hang out with people and put myself in situations um, where I would laugh as long and as hard as and as often as I could. I mean, yes, I'm doing frequency treatments and yes, I'm doing all these other things, but coming out of this incredibly high stress, like out of one to 10 stress level of a 25 day in and day out for you know a couple of years now, um, but really in the past six months to a year, I, that was the first thing on the agenda. And it, 
it's helped me tremendously. <laughs> so it. it's just, yeah, it's, it's, uh, that was what the whole topic was about was basically that, you know, what All right. you now, think Nicola, and things. Mm-hmm. Hold on, Nicola. I want to ask you a question. We're going to yeah. make you, we're going to make you relatable to all the audiences. Okay. Watching okay. and listening at home. Ready? They're listening, not watching yet. Maybe one day it'll be videoed and on TV, you know, it'll be on direct TV one day looking for healing radio show. But uh, in the meantime, I would like you to give an overall theme because I think some people believe me, you, Nicola Burnett, Dr. Henry Lee, and Janice Schmidt, that we don't have stress in our lives. Like we've got it all figured out, and that's why we've mastered the last four years. So, Nicola, can you not be detailed, but can you give general topics about what has created so much stress for you over the last couple of years? Is it family? Is it relationships? Is it work? Is it finances? Is it just whatever? What's the topic? Oh my gosh. I, I would say principally work. Work. Um, Got it. Yeah. And you know, it's like, okay, so what element about work? Uh, other people. <laughs> well, how many people do you think are listening to this show and have ever had the same experience where coworkers made life stressful or other people at work? Mm, maybe only like two. Only two others have ever had that experience. Yeah, no kidding. Yeah, All right, so, so I want everybody to know at home, even in the healing space, Nicola Burnett's been at a clinic working for years, and there has been some stress and level of stress even working with individuals within that, I'm assuming, the work you're talking about So, as a clinic. So anyway, I just want you to know that you're not immune, and none of us are immune to stress in life with coworkers. How about family, Ely? You ever had stress with family? Uh, never that I never, I don't, I don't, I, I don't, I don't relate at all to anybody Wait, let's rephrase in their families. Okay. You rephrase have, it, Nicola. You have stress with your chosen family. <laughs> um, with my chosen family, actually, no, with my family that says that we're family because we came out of the same birth canal or we were share a genetic code from somebody. Yeah. That those people. Yeah. Oh, that's. I think it's the most absurd thing in the world that we consider family to be that which shares the same genome. That is the most ridiculous, most Thank absurd you. thing to me. Family is what is there for you and loves you when times are rough. Family is what's there for you no matter what, even if they disagree. Family sees you for who you are above what they might think of and see in the world. Family is a special entity, and it is certainly not relegated to that which you share the same genome with. That's the most absurd concept in the world to me. I'm with my family right now on this show. Thank God. All right, now me too, Doctor Henry Ely. We got six minutes left. I would like you to share what you talked about on this week's uh, show for Looking for Healing Radio. <laughs> my goodness, we talked about the Pfizer shot. We talked about that damn shot. We talked about everything from ingredients to it being added on to the childhood vaccine injury schedule to be given the protections under the 1986 National Childhood Vaccine Injury Act so that you can't sue them, but they don't have to tell you what's in it. And they can lie to you about the data left and right in from clinical trials to post-marketing. And then when the lie isn't even big enough to consume you know, your attention span, and you still ask some questions how they can then downplay myocarditis. They can downplay pericarditis. They can downplay sudden adult death. They can downplay, oh, I don't know, straight death after you get the shot. Because you know what's interesting about these damn shots, Dr. Artis? The yes, I would like to know what's of, interesting. The vast majority of people who have died and been reported as died after getting the shots 
died within 48 hours of getting the shots. And somehow correlation does not equal causation in those instances either. And we're not talking about a few deaths. We're not talking about two or three where you're like, ah, that could have been anything, right? We're talking about, according to Veras, over 23,000 deaths that they admit to in there and how Veras has a very interesting feature thanks to the wonderful research of Albert Benavides with Veras Aware. He knows more about this system than anybody in the country. And what he showed was that not only does the CDC throttle data, meaning that reports that were really damning that were published or at least submitted in um, the 2021 in many cases, don't get published for the public until 2022 and in 2023. That the CDC deliberately holds back the worst reports because they don't want to have a negative impact on vaccine use, vaccine confidence in the country. But what's really what's really blew me away that he that I learned this year from Albert was that in VARES, the only thing you're going to ever see is the initial report. So if somebody, say, had an anaphylactic reaction and that's their first report, maybe they were throwing up a little bit after getting one of these damn shots. But then two, three weeks after the report, they die. That is never updated, even though the CDC has that information. So when we say 23,000 deaths from the Pfizer shot alone, we have no idea of what that number really is is and it is certainly much much higher because there are over 1 million reported injuries from that damn shot alone and that's in a system that is historically underreported never overreported and then of course we take them through the National Childhood Vaccine Injury Act and why why should these manufacturers that are trying to kill you don't have to tell you really what's in their shots because you know Kevin McKernan's work showing that there are plasmids and DNA in the shots that aren't supposed to be there, how they get away with the fraud of their list when you do finally find the ingredients. They never tell you that there's plasmids and DNA and lab bioweapon DNA in the shots, but they're in there and that's been proven. You go to the, an Italian study years ago before all this COVID nonsense that took random vials of various vaccines and showed that there was way more crap way more poisons, way more carcinogens, way more toxins in these shots than they were ever reporting. This is what we call people listening. We call this fraud. And who by chance, which company paid the largest settlement for fraud in the country's history, according to the Department of Justice? Oh yeah, that was Pfizer. Once again, $2.3 billion settlement in 2009. It's incredible to me when you go through all of this research that's hiding in plain sight and still have people say something stupid like this. Well, I'm glad I got the shot, even though it worked, even though it didn't work. I'm glad I got the shot because it would have been way worse. Really? It would have been way worse. Please prove to me how you know it would have been way worse if you didn't get the shot. Are you working on some weird Marvel Cinematic Universe alternate timeline where you see yourself and you if you're that good to predict that, why don't you tell me? Why don't you tell me point blank what the numbers are for the lottery so I can cash out? Give me give me something that I can use instead of you regurgitating some propaganda from Fauci and friends as some lie about this. It just incenses me because what it's done is it's driven a wedge between families, much like politics do. 
And all it does is separate us from this wonderful moment when we're supposed to be coming together. And that is usually over a meal where we get to get together and eat and love on each other and say, yeah, I'm so glad that you're in my life and I get to be in your life. Instead, now we don't want to go to and eat with people that we are supposedly love and supposedly love us because we disagree on who they voted for in a stupid election that was fraudulent to begin with. And we, and we got or didn't get a stupid shot that was a bioweapon to begin with. And we are now going to hate each other. See, the, the important thing to get about these evil people that run the planet is they have a one-page playbook and they've never needed to add a second page because that one page is good. And that one page is very simple, divide and conquer. So what we talked about really was how to win these conversations. Once again, get into the art of seduction and not the art of shaming. But what really gets to me is just when you when you just get to, like you said in the Hep B one, when you just get to the first ingredient, you don't need to go. We didn't even go, I think. We didn't look at anything other than MRC5 on yours, right? Nope. This is, Actually, I talked about yeast proteins and all of them, but you know. Oh, yeast proteins. Yeah, yeast and yeast proteins. Pro it, it just comes to that simple thing of if I put this on a spoon, would you swallow it? And if I put this on a spoon and tried to give it to your baby, would you allow that? Because if you say no to those two things, then why are you defending these damn shots and this evil, corrupt industry that has no accountability anywhere? Why are you doing it? You know what happens when you do that? You say stupid things to me like, well, I'm glad I got the shot because I got COVID anyway, and uh, it ruined, it's ruining my life. But you know what? It would have been way worse. Hey, Please. Dr. Henry Ely, how many COVID-19 vaccines have you gotten? How many? Yeah. <laughs> Let's see. What's the uh, what's the square root of negative one? Okay, uh, <laughs> a negative zero. Okay, so you're at zero. All right, so you've had zero. I would like you to tell the audiences, Ely, how many times have you had symptoms you would have called COVID nineteen? Um, I thought I had it once, and I was because I was trying to get it. I was like doing what we used to do when you wanted to get something and get over it. You go to you remember chicken pock parties. And things like that right you yeah. just go and you hang out with people who are sick and these are these were things i was you taken to one when i was a kid i remember me too i didn't get chicken pox then either and i was bummed out because all my friends were hanging out having a ball all with the chicken pox and i was the only kid in class sitting in like a, an empty classroom going damn it what is going on here i get sick with everything else but i couldn't check the, get the chicken pox so i actually tried to get covid a bunch of times and i thought i got it and then i tested antibodies and i didn't have any and i was like oh well i guess i didn't get it Yep. So how about you, know, you Nicola? You Nicola, how many shots did you get and how many times you got COVID symptoms during COVID? Uh, the only shots I've received in my life is what I was forced to is a, you know, five and under. True. So, All right. So and, no COVID shots. How many times did you get COVID symptoms during COVID? You know, it's funny. Um, One time and it was later, 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 uh, it was like two, two and a half years after the fact. And interestingly enough, I worked a, we had a booth and I was a speaker at a natural health convention. And funny enough, right after that convention, it seemed like a ton of people went down. And that was something else interesting that I noticed. Uh, we had a, a group of us had a um, non-vax party. Like the only people who were allowed to come were non-vaccinated <laughs> people. <laughs> it was in 2020, I think like October the best party I've ever been to. Never laughed so hard in my life. Yeah, that's awesome. And after that, and, and there's a bunch of clients of ours that came um, as well as, you know, practitioners and whatnot. And probably like half, yeah, it was 50% of the group 
about a 25 person party got deathly ill and they ended up all coming to the center and you know we we did our natural stuff that works and uh, it was really interesting because I, I mean, I had people who were hanging on me, I mean, coughing, burping, slobbering, you know, they couldn't even walk for their appointments from the car to the front door. They had to come in and just sit down for like 20 minutes and then, you know, get up and take another 20 steps and rest. And I kept thinking, oh, gosh, you know, I, I wonder what's going to happen here. Nope, nothing, not a thing. My next question for both of you before we go to commercial break is this. Did you ever ask or tell yourself, man, my symptoms could have been way less if I may have gotten the COVID-19 vaccine? Oh, you know what? I say that every day. <laughs> I think my no, symptoms yes, could have been better if I had gotten the vaccine. Nope, I, I, want to, that? I, want to, I want to amend my answer because <laughs> technically, according to the CDC, by way of the Council of State and Territorial Epidemiologists, courtesy of CDC subject matter experts and uh, the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation, all that you have to do is cough once to be diagnosed with COVID. So I've coughed, you know, a lot in the last four years, I'm sure. So I guess I've had a lot of COVID. I think those outcomes <laughs> are probably them. those outcomes are probably better because everyone else is vaccinated on the earth, Ely. Oh, right? Well, that, is, that's is the that where you give credit to. Yeah. If every it, single person was vaccinated, we would have no problems, Brian. You know, we this. should talk about that because you know what they say? They say, you know why your kids who aren't vaccinated their entire life, why they don't get measles? It's because everyone else has been vaccinated for measles. Oh, really? That's your that's your logic. Okay, great. All right. Well, then why are those people that are vaccinated in my own family refusing to come to my holidays with my unvaccinated kids? Because they feel my unvaccinated kids are threatening to them. I thought they got the vaccines for protection to protect them. I'm the one that should be concerned, right? I didn't give my kids that false immunity or protection. They want me to believe it is. I, what shouldn't I be the one concerned going? I probably shouldn't go around other people. I didn't protect my kids. No, it's the people who've gotten the shots, which is the weirdest thing ever, who now say they are now the ones who are at risk because you didn't get the shot. Oh, my gosh. You guys are crazy. All right. This is what psychos due to the psychosis of human beings that listen to them. All right. We'll be right back with more Looking for Healing Radio right after these messages. I'm so confused. I don't know what to do. I'm afraid of going to the hospital. My doctor tells me nutrition doesn't work. Trust is earned. We are the Energetic Health Institute, and we want to earn your trust. Natural medicine, holistic nutrition, detoxification, fasting, cellular healing, and so much more. Remember, the best way to be free is to be healthy. So stop being a patient and start being a student at energetichealthinstitute.org. World-class care from doctors you can trust, all from the comfort of your home. That is One Wellness. Dr. Peter McCullough and his team at The Wellness Company designed the One Wellness membership to provide free monthly supplements and unlimited telemedicine access with doctors that share your values. Go to OutloudCare.com today and use code OUTLOUD for 25% off your first month of One Wellness. AmericaOutloud.news is beaten to the pulse of our nation. We know when you're angry, troubled, misled, joyful, and thankful. We know you because we are you. Join us as we explore the most important issues of our time. 
America Out Loud Talk Radio. It's a fight for the soul of humanity. Welcome back to Looking Healing Radio. I'm your host, Dr. Brian Artis. This episode's this actual segment's being brought to you by, by Healing for the Ages. Don't ignore it. Go to healingfortheages.com and uh, download those things right now. Don't even ask a question. Just go get it. And if anybody's out there does not download Healing for the Ages, doesn't have those resources, and they introduce the next pandemic and you get sick and you call in asking questions how to prevent it, we know you didn't download Healing for the Ages. And we're going to tell you, go back to Healing for the Ages 1.0. Uh, go to healingfortheages.com. That's where you need to go. All right. So let's continue this conversation. We need to get into some Q&As. This is Thanksgiving. I would like to thank all of those who for months have shared with their loved ones and have spent time with us listening to our shows. It is not a small ask to take hours out of our days to do research on behalf of these shows, contact individuals to be interviewed if we're doing that, and then bring that information that we believe will help improve your life. We're doing that on our own dime. We're doing that on our own time. We are not being paid to do this. So thank you, everybody out there who is actually spending time with us every day, Monday through Friday, starting at 11 a.m. Eastern time, 8 a.m. Pacific time. All right. Should we get into some, some Q&As or do we want to go off on any hot topics? Let's do a Q&A or two and <clears throat> let everybody know we love them. I think that that'll be great. Good. All right. So let's do some screen sharing. Let's get to this. I'm going to open this for everybody. All righty. And I just want to throw something in there um, since it is Thanksgiving and families are together. Um, we had a couple healing for the ages, uh, watch parties, uh, around here with some of my clients, like on their own, they would just invite people over and, uh, and play healing for the ages, the, uh, you know, the different, uh, lectures and, uh, they absolutely loved it. So they, they weren't able to make it and they weren't on live when it was happening, but there's doing watch parties. And I think that'd be kind of a cool thing to do when families yes. are getting together for Thanksgiving. That, that's a great idea. I love that. Instead of, uh, you know, all the football they're doing. Did y'all hear they're doing three football games on Thanksgiving and then another one on Friday? I'm like, oh, my goodness. They, they don't. Filled with Travis. Filled with Travis Kels sellout commercials about him getting the shot. Yep. Absolutely. 100%. Filled. It's disgusting. All right. So let's go to the first questions here. This is from Nicola. It might have been a Nicola from before, but this looks new to me. Maybe it's not, but it's the most recent one I have in my files. So. And maybe this is a repeat. I'm not sure. But I've, I remember reading Nicola last time. Me too. Uh, but this actually states, let's see the date here. It says November 12th. Do we have some since then, do y'all think? Or is these the same ones? Hmm. I don't know. Maybe that's the same one, just because Nicola is not such a common name. Okay. Just well, go, and, go, and hit a, go and hit a random one. All right. I'm going to do it. Let's, hit a let's go into the stacks. All right, so this is from Linda. I'll ask it. Y'all tell me if we've already done this one. Is there anything my 62-year-old unvaxxed husband can do naturally for an inguinal hernia to avoid surgery? Did we talk about this? Yep. Mm, did we? Yep. Oh. All right, we did that one. I, I, yeah, I remember answering that one. So I think I only have old ones. I don't think I have the new ones. Hmm. Well, then let's let's ask a question that we keep hearing from the audience because I'm sure we uh, we all hear stuff from from people. Uh, one of the things that I hear all the time, I actually had a good question today. I think this would be good for us to talk about. And we'll, this comes from the audience. This was an audience member who listens to the show. He had a question about gallstones and how to dissolve them and how to improve um, gallstones being um, and just 
bile being eliminated from uh, from the body. So, what are you what do you all think about um, how to dissolve gallstones? Well, I love that. Do you want to know what I do for gallstones all the time? If people got gallstones, yes. this is what I do. If they've got a what they call a bag of diamonds appearance. Do you ever hear that reference? Do you remember that from board exams? If they have a bag of diamonds appearance, that means on x-ray, it looks like there's a bag full of diamonds and that's the stones inside of the gallbladder. It's pretty interesting. It's actually what it looks like. It's pretty funny. All right. So for gallbladders and gallstones, what I've primarily used and one of my favorite things is actually I use, I know people are going to think this is funny, but you use phosphoric acid and do 40 drops twice a day. That'll start dissolving that sucker. And seriously, we do this all the time with urinary kidney stones, kidney stones. We do bile stones or gallstones, phosphoric acid, and then something called artichoke extract. The artichoke is a phenomenal bile release releasing product. I love it. And then there is a uh, an amino acid called taurine that also is magnificent at actually dissolving gallstones and helping to eliminate through the bile duct any of those stones or diamonds you've got in your gallbladder. When you look at the root cause of why gallstones show up, a lot of times it has to do with, um, you know, hypercalcemia. It has to do with um, dehydration. I mean, it, it always seems to come back to the combination of these elements of just uh, not living right, right? Poor diet, poor lifestyle, um, all the things. So I I think that is the most important thing to uh, to talk about. And the other thing that I get a lot of times is, oh, well, you know, you shouldn't you shouldn't be taking any calcium supplements or you shouldn't be taking mineral supplements because that creates these. And it's like, well, it's not that simple. We do testing. Well, we're look at all kinds of things in in urine and yeah, just different markers. And and also in in dried blood. And you can actually see in those tests who who is processing if they're processing and how they're processing their minerals because what a lot of people i think don't realize is you can have two sides of the coin right always you can either be under mineralized we'll put it that way but there is also a situation where you can be i'll call it over mineralized but really what's happening is you don't have the right combination of nutrients so Minerals go in, but they don't get distributed, absorbed, used, utilized as they're supposed to. So then they start kind of collecting like trash in the body. Instead of being a nutrient, they actually become a waste product, which can happen with really any elements that the body manufactures. Right. I mean, it can happen with hormones that can happen with, you know, lots of things. But but there's a lot of truth, uh, Nicola, to what you're saying, because if you're consuming inorganic minerals that the body can't use, the body is then going to try and process them out through the liver and they're going to go out through bile. And so if they are hardening minerals, they're going to lead to um, gallstone development, stone. Hello, it's called a stone for a reason. You're yeah. going to develop those stones. And if those stones get too large, they're not going to be able to really get out of the um, through the small opening that is, but, um, Hey, Brian, I had a, I had a question for you on this cause you had mentioned diet and I was wondering what were you thinking when you were talking about the dietary things that people need to be concerned about? Uh, I think, uh, I, I honestly think in these conversations, I'm like, every time I've ever met somebody who had gallstones and they came into my office, the very first thing I said was, uh, you need to start keeping a food journal for me. That was always my first reaction. Good. I need to know what you're putting in your mouth to create these gallstones. 
So yeah. if we don't eliminate or help educate individuals on what they are consuming that is leading to their symptoms, then uh, you never really free the individual of the grips of their symptoms. So uh, you can actually use whatever you want to help dissolve stones. But if you do not educate people on what's the underlying cause to trigger that stuff, you're never actually going to cure the individual. So no different than me. I'll just use an example from me. Uh, Nicola, you may not know this, but I actually had gout from 18 years old to 27 years old, but I never knew that I had gout. All I knew was on my right foot, my big toe joint hurt for like four days out of a week. And I was a big hardwood court basketball playing high school kid and college kid. So I was constantly playing basketball all day long. So it really sucked running up and down a hardwood court with pain in my foot all the time without knowing why. When I was 27 years old, I was sitting in a lecture by an endocrinologist and the endocrinologist who's world renowned starts doing a lecture on diabetes. He wraps up early and he goes, uh, now, since it's lunchtime for all you students, I was a chiropractic student at the time. He goes, I have extra time. Would y'all like me to talk about another topic? <laughs> he goes, I'd love to talk a little bit about gout. I never even heard the word gout, didn't know what it was. And he goes, here's some of the common symptoms initial symptoms of someone suffering with gout. It typically starts with big toe joint pain. And I was like, what? And it usually lasts for several days to weeks on end. Sometimes it can be chronic and long lasting. And then gout, he goes through what's all the implications and complications of this condition. Now he wraps up his 10 minute presentation with there's three foods. We know increase uric acid to increase your gout symptoms. And I was like, oh, well, what's the list? And he says, it's red wine, red meat, and cheese. At the time, this is like 2001. This is what we know. And I said, uh, red wine? I'm a, At the time, I was a very staunch Mormon, never drank alcohol in my whole life. So I was like, well, that's not what's causing it. I've never drank wine in my whole life or any alcohol. So at the time, I was like, well, that's not it. But cheese and red meat. Man, I eat that crap all the time. Then I started wondering... At this point in my life at 27 years old, I was thinking, when do I eat the most red meat and cheese? And I realized, oh, it's on Fridays at the end of the week. I will grill at home these like 12 to 16 ounce steaks with baked potato, loaded salads, cheese, right? So you've got sour cream, cheese, butter. You got all kinds of crap on that with my steak. Sometimes put butter on the steak. So I'm like, all right, I think that would be when it is I create the most pain. Now, Nicola, just so you know, I was like, I'm going to test his theory that it's food. I guess he wasn't telling me what to do. I was just listening in the lecture. So I go home. I decide on Friday, I'm going to cook my 12 to 16 ounce steak, baked potato salad on Monday, Nicola, after Friday, I had big toe pain that didn't leave till Thursday. So there, there was my gout symptoms. I was like, Oh my God, just like that guy said, then the next Friday. So Thursday comes, my pain disappears. And I'm like, you know what? It's Friday again. The next day I'm going to do the same thing. I'm going to grill half the size. I'm going to do a six ounce steak. I'm still going to eat the baked potato and the salad the same way. You know, Nicola, I never had any pain the whole next week. Fr the next wow. Friday, the next <laughs> Friday comes and I'm like, I'm going to eat that whole 12 ounce steak again and the salad and baked potato with all the cheese, sour cream. You name. I'm going to do it. I did it. Big toe pain Monday through Thursday. Ever since then, all I did as a human being is I went like this. Hey, I learned my lesson. If I eat more than six ounces of red meat at a time, I'm going to get more uric acid made in my body and I'm going to develop gout. You know, since 27 years old, I'm now 47 years old. That was 20 years ago. I've never once had a single episode of gout or any pain whatsoever in my body at all. And I still eat red meat. I still eat the salad. I still eat the cheese, but I eat less than I used to consume. 
because those things produce uric acid. Now, for anybody listening at home, this is Looking for Healing Radio. If you're looking for healing from gallstones or gout issues, which are related, same organ, same system, just know, look up high purine foods lists. Look up foods that are high in purines. Anybody struggling with gout ever, it is caused by the foods you are eating. Your gallstones are too. So is your gout symptoms. So please, for the love of God, just go look up a list on Google, high purine foods, and look at what you're eating all the time. And then pick foods with less purines and watch your symptoms resolve. It's going to be miraculous. I hope everybody had a great Thanksgiving week. This is Friday, the day after Thanksgiving. I hope everybody had a blessed time. Nicola, what are your words to the audiences as we sign off? Mm, well, gosh. Uh I'm going to offer forth that I am super uh, thankful for looking for healing radio. And I know it sounds cliched, but I really mean that in a really rough year. You guys have been the highlight and this show has been the highlight and us coming together and becoming a family has been definitely the number one highlight of the year. Well, Nicola, I love you for saying that. And I love you personally for helping us educate, spend time together and being willing to do that. Uh, and And thank you. Also, for letting us know that life's not easy all the time. It hasn't been easy for me. My audiences around the world, audiences anywhere around the world, have seen me lose it, crying because it's overwhelming at times and uh, lose it emotionally. But it has been a very rewarding, very upsetting, very depressing, very uh, confusing last four years. But uh, it's been very rewarding at the same time as my own personal filled with love and gratitude family is being found and formed. That has been an incredible journey for me. So thank you for being a part of that. Yeah. Well, gosh, I'm I'm glad to be a part of it. And um, I think as much as the mysteries of the past uh, bizarre four years have, um, you know, um, occurred for all of us and unfolded, I've heard this from uh, most people that it it seems that we're finding our our real our real connections and our real uh, families, our real heart connections through all this bizarreness going on. So I can relate and I'm grateful for that. Well, Nicola, thanks for chiming in and thank you for joining us this afternoon. I think everybody's blessed by hearing your words of wisdom and your voice. I'm Dr. Artis. Thank you. CEO of the Dr. Artis show, Artist Labs, host of the Looking for Healing radio show. I hope you guys all have an incredible weekend. Hug your family and your loved ones and your friends. Try to find try to find the time and the ability to remove discrimination, judgment, and hatred for other people simply if they may have different values than you do. Uh, the world will be a much better place if we can find uh, commonality in our differences. I'm Dr. Artis. God bless, and we'll see you on Monday for Looking for Healing Radio. Tune in every day, Monday through Friday, 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 8 a.m. Pacific. We are out. We are out.